Did you ever hit? Did you already hit that theme song? No, because Sydney has not tested her mic yet. Sydney, test your mic so we can hit that theme song. Can I test have, your mic. Can I have some? Sniff the mic. Test the mic. Wait, let me do my best Maddie impression. Your mic is not on. I cannot hear you at all. Nope. You're not. Your mic's not on. Is it on? Is it on? I know I can turn it on. Wow, I have to do all the work around here. I'm a guest. Making me do everything. Slap that bass. Is this what you're talking about? A slap in the bass? Slap in the bass. Better refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Huh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is why. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? Are you going to be our new, like, son? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Well, I can't hear you. Come on, I'm not drunk. I am the worst host. I never know what we're talking about. And welcome to Tipsy Terror. We're oh, trying fuck, to do we're... a podcast right here. <laughs> Was it going the whole time? Tipsy Terror is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Everyone applause. <laughs> Wait, could you not Hell hear yeah. the theme song right there? <laughs> I've been no, dying to do Harish, that. that's what we kept saying. Oh, did I turn it off? You turned you it off. Did the you didn't hear us talking about it. Oh, we were like, yeah. where'd the music go? Anyway, I don't um, know. It was too loud in my headphones, so I turned it down on on the speaker. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast where we watch horror movies and we get drunk, and then we record the podcast right after while we're still drunk, and then we cut in clips of us watching the movie, like this clip. Where's my asshole? And today's what film, a good happy clip. pride. Hello. All right. Anyways, today's film is. The Amityville Horror. And we have a special guest with us today. 79. Would you, do you want us to introduce you or do you want to introduce you? I want you to introduce me. So. This person is. A very dear friend. A very dear friend. This is impossible. Absolute enough. legend. I need more. Absolute Absolute, absolute freaking legend. Best bartender. Give me more. Winner of <laughs> the best cinematography at the Secret Oscars of 2012. The Shadow Oscars. Oh, the 20, yeah, the 2012 Shadow Oscars. No, this is better. Oh, sorry. It's the, it was 2014. 2015 to 2018 Shadow Oscars. There we go. Yeah, she won a lot of True Shadow facts. Oscar Nominated awards. earlier, though. Nominated, very yeah, correct. As we've discovered, not a fan of subtitles. I forgot that you guys always watch the subtitles. Are you not a subtitling? Not really. <laughs> um, not a you huge might, fan of subtitles. You might recognize her You're from losing them. being in Fresh Meat, a coming of age story. She was a in star. That movie. It's Sydney Lawson. Woo! Yay. Yo yo yo. It's our friend. How Sydney. are you? I'm I'm good. Are you tipsy? A little bit. <laughs> I I'm a good tipsy. I discovered from this that it's like five hours, so you have to be able to like sustain a good tipsy. Which is really hard to do. Well, we, we can't do that. As we said earlier, we watch the movie and get drunk and then record the podcast drunk right after. So it's like, yeah. It's definitely a roller coaster of being drunk. Like you're drunk for part of the movie and then you realize you had to pee like five times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have to pause it a lot to pee. Yeah. Should we, uh, should we roll into trivia? So let's do our first segment. Below the bar. Below the bar trivia. And, and today's designated driver... Me! Molly! Molly. Yeah, you're, 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 you're,
the fuck I am? What you say? Oh, I thought your mic wasn't on and you're just yelling. Well, I turn off my mic when I want to eat, so I had to turn it back on. Good policy. I just turned the mic away. Oh, no, I turned it off so I can munch. That's too much effort. It is. I just, I keep it in check. There you go. All right, let's get this bitch going. I'm ready to win. Oh, wait, we need buzzer noises. Do I have to keep it up to my face this entire time? It's best to point it at your mouth. Yeah. You're going to want to keep eat it this whole time. Oh, that's great. Okay. Uh, Heck yeah. Uh, my buzzer noise is for the Bible tells me so. <laughs> That's my buzzer noise. This All is right. always the longest. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have one? Oh god. Uh oh, god. you should it could be buzz. That's mine. Mine is <laughs> I will not give it away. I want it to be something about the dog, so I'll just go like woof woof. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You gotta snarl. Yeah. Just make yeah. your best dog impression. Yeah, no, yeah. All right. Dog. <laughs> dog. That'll be it. It's right. that. Question one How did they get the flies to land on the priest's head? They used sugar water, honey, corn syrup, or maple syrup? Bzz. Yes. Maple. Wrong. Damn it. Dog, dog. Sit. Sugar water. That is not correct. Um. I wasn't listening. Sorry. <laughs> Did they use the sugar water, honey, corn syrup, or maple syrup? Uh, maple syrup. That is still wrong. Wolf dog. <laughs> Sydney. Corn syrup. No. Wait. It's honey. Yes. I was gonna pick honey, and then right when you said yes, I was like, oh. it's maple syrup. <laughs> oh my god. I will just not take that point because I really don't deserve it. Good no, take Lord. it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was messing True with the levels. True tipsy fashion. The wrong answer was guessed twice. <laughs> okay. That's a wash. <laughs> All right. True or false? The score for this movie was famously the rejected score from The Exorcist. False. That was a rumor. Uh, okay. For the so It was false. Um, yeah, that's correct. It's not true. That was a rumor. That was a rumor. Mm-hmm. Fun rumor. I remember reading I like that. They I, perpetrated a lot of rumors about this movie to build hype. I don't know if this is one of the ones that they like sent out about but it. I thought that was never like fully proven. What do you mean? Like it was a rumor, but it made it might have been like people still think that it could be possible. Yeah, I don't know. I just went off of IMDb. I, yeah. I don't think this. Close. I mean, I guess it kind of fits. I don't know. I don't. Uh, it doesn't fit perfectly, but I could see it maybe being like a slight difference. Yeah. Whatever. All right, true or false? This is Margot Kidder's favorite of her movies that she's done. <laughs> Dog Wolf Sam. False. Yes. Black Christmas is. It could no. be. It's probably Superman. She hates this movie. She hates this movie. Really? Yeah. She like said she hated it. But I love her in it. I don't know if she like and I don't know if she hated the movie how it turned out or if she hated <laughs> She hated being in it. Maybe. Is that your buzzer sound? Yeah. <laughs> well, she was just... Claws coming out. This isn't her best horror film. Black Christmas clearly is. Yeah. yeah. But this is a phenomenal film, but we'll get into that later. Uh, Black Christmas? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So point- Black Christmas is great. All right. Ooh. Wait, what's the score? You have one point. Nobody else has any. <laughs> but you technically get the shadow points. Wait, wait no. no he I got point. one. He false. Because I said false. It's oh, wait. not the rejected Oh, yeah. Sorry, score. I forgot I asked yes. that question. So I have another question. Um, how much money did James uh, guess up to whoever goes closest without going over rules? The budget? How- Dog woof woof. Wait, how much did he make? Okay, Sydney, so what, no, what do you want to she- answer? No, I'm yeah. an asshole. No, no, throw no. a number That's out there, the Sid. Rule. Part of the rules is like if you buzz in early, you have but to answer. 
So is it, did, how much did he make or how much was the budget? I cannot answer. I cannot ask any more that, of the questions. I'm going to guess you were going to ask how much did he make and it's $86 million. <laughs> That's a lot. That is, Robert Downey Jr. makes that. that. Is okay. too much. That's your, I'm locking you in at that answer. God so the it. question that was, too much how much money day. did James Brolin make for this movie? God damn it. Closest without going over? Yes. I'm going to put him at 25K. Okay. I'm going to say um fifty thousand dollars he made 17 million oh my god the movie had a low budget but he said he would take 10 percent of like profits and shit so he ended up making 17 million that's so yep. much so money. i win which is why you should always wins. do percentage and yeah just like a flat fee jesus million. christ wow, that's, that's so much that's 55 million in today's currency the movie made 86 million yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, I, I'm one of the biggest supporters of this movie. Okay, so, do you have any other? No, that was all. That was four questions. So, Harish, you won. I got two points. It had Figure, a, po- a four point um, seven million dollar budget. So you wow, guys really? can finish right? your it, drinks. Fucking, it was the it was the highest grossing indie movie for like a decade. This is an indie movie. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, oh it was. Well. It started out. It was going to be a made for TV, originally when they were making wow. it. Wow. People just loved it. A lot of vodka in that. Critics hated it, but people loved it. Rightfully so. All right. Y'all finish ready your to... drinks. I'm That's trying, your punishment dude. There's for a losing. lot of vodka in the bottom. You oh, had well. to finish your drink because you lost the I'm going to throw up. Sorry. But she won all of our hearts. All right. <laughs> but she won. It's going to be. It's recap you. time, bitches. Um, so. Our next segment is the recap where we recap the movie. Hoo-hoo. Seven minutes. So, Sydney, who do you want to be? I want to be either Carolyn or Harry. Carolyn? Is that the dog in the, the medium, psychic? Carolyn? Oh, okay. Which yeah. one's Harry? The dog. Oh my god. <laughs> so you're Carolyn. Get the fuck you out. can be both of them. Yeah, you're both. Thank okay. you so much. You, Pleasure to be here. Do you want to Can up? I be James Brolin? Sure, yeah. Samantha? I'll be Margot Kidder. Okay, and I'll be all the kids can you be all and the, the babysitter. Oh, wait. Yeah, I'll be the priests. Do we need like to separate some of the priests, or do you think you can do them both? I'll be both priests. Okay. Uh, and then like various kids will fill in. <laughs> I'm glad you brought the our mic life- to your face. <laughs> our live studio audience is appalled by what Super. they just heard. I've never seen such disgust on Maddie's face. Okay. Ready? <sighs> we have seven minutes to recap. Said, are okay. you ready for this? That's ready, a long set. time. It's, you it think is, it is. Oh, it's not. You would be wrong. <laughs> All right, ready? Go. And it starts with people Murders. getting shot in the house bang bang one year later honey let's buy a house yeah. I like this one. let's go tour this house and we have this lovely real estate agent and she's bringing us through and she basically shows us this house but then you're cut <laughs> so anyone stop burping then there's like intercut with um the murders and we don't know about that though and then she lightly touches on it but we're like we're fine with it and so we buy the house we buy the house and, and we're we moving. We're with, newlyweds. We're newlyweds, and your kids are here. Three They're kids. my adopted children, three of them. And we're in the house, and a priest is supposed to come bless hey, our house. Hey, uh, and we're I'm on the lake. here. We're and at the I'm lake. here to bless the house, and I knock, knock, knock. Oh, no one's here. And I walk in just because that's what people do these days. And I'm the dog, and I'm cute in the water playing <laughs> with the kids. And I'm the Vital. priest. I'm dog, uh, priest. Mr. Delaney, Priest Delaney, what's his father Delaney? And I walk up and I go up and I'm trying to bless the house. And then, oh shit, what are all these flies out the window? Oh no, there's a bunch of flies. And then <gasps> I hear a voice. 
I hear a voice and it says, get out, get out now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, I got to get out. And then I also start to feel sick. And so I run out of the house and then I leave and then I go home and I'm feeling sick. And so I cooked everyone hot dogs for dinner and our little daughter, she fell asleep. And now I'm like, honey, don't you want some hot dogs? I want to put my hot dog in you. No, that's not this part. <laughs> You're cold. Oh, I'm cold. <laughs> If only there was a way I could get warm. So, so let's skip to the next day. And I'm like wallpapering the house and shit. And um, I don't remember what all happens the next day. Uh, We're like, okay, you guys put up a cross. Oh, that yeah, was actually the previous. We day. put up the cross and it's um, nice. But ring, place. ring, ring! I'm calling you. I'm calling hello? you. Hello? Hey, it's me. It's Father Delaney. Hey, wait. Hello, I can Hello, hello. I'm trying to talk to you. Nope, can't hear I'm you. To, uh, I can't, uh, I hang oh, up. Uh, no country for old men. Hand ow! I, I just got burnt, and now I have blisters on my hand from the phone. And cut back to you guys. So, I'm sure some other stuff happens, but now I'm doing ballet in front of my mirror, and I'm in half nude. <laughs> and I have one leg warmer on, and a and daisy in my pants. hair. And, and I wish you did not have a leg warmer on. <laughs> well, I kept it on while we banged. We banged. And then our kid interrupts us, and I take put her to bed. I have to hop off real fast because I'm just the stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> so now we we go to bed and stuff, and so now it's the next day. And then no, at the oh. night you you oh. wake up. You I wake, wake up, up in and, the Merklands of the night. And then you go and say, "Do take the dog out." I take the dog out. And I don't remember this it's part. It's fine. Okay, and then I'm going to- out. <laughs> cut to uh oh um it's you and your uh like some relative of yours who's a nun oh no the visit. nun's coming and she comes Wait. in and um who's the nun the the nun she visits me are you the nun do it be yeah, the nun the nun is slaying these middle schoolers on oh the no court. That part. she comes not in, yet she comes yeah. in and that she's that like happen. doesn't like the energy she drops the pot and i'm like oh Bad my god vibes. what's wrong and she's like i gotta go i don't like it and she leaves and then i'm all distressed and she's like in their faces about it yeah she, is it the wedding now uh cut to the wedding and my little brother's getting married oh, so sweet and um, oh i have exactly sixteen hundred dollars to pay the caterer and then um in cash because he wanted cash where do you put put it it in my jacket pocket so now we're all like all interacting and you come in i come in and i'm haggard and i don't feel so good but we still have to go to this wedding you grab your jacket and i grab my jacket and wait where's the money oh no what the fuck it's gone Uh, it's not anywhere oh no this we'll find it dude i'll write him a check it'll be fine so now we're at the wedding and things are going well but then Uh, you have to there's the babysitter oh babysitter you be the Hey, I'm a babysitter in this closet, and I am trapped. Yep. Trapped in do the do closet. Do. <laughs> All right, Sounds a lot so, like and high I'm school. Also a, I'm the actor in the movie <laughs> called Girlfriends of 1978. It's a great movie. Go watch it. So now uh, you're dealing so with the back I'm to like the wedding. I'm fighting with the caterer because he doesn't want to take the check. I'm like, you're going to take the fucking check. And then and we should go home, honey. Let's get the kids. What you're the not fuck feeling ever. well. Fine. I look so like a real bitch. We go home. <laughs> 
And so now, what's happening? You saved the babysitter. Oh, we saved the babysitter. The babysitter's trapped in the closet. And um, she's very distressed, but it's like we move on. Okay, oh that's God. gone. No, and it's then, cool. It's cool. I got saved. Cut to, uh, I am your co-worker, Mr. whatever your name is, James Berlin. And yeah, I know I haven't been to work in a minute. My wife, <laughs> my wife is here. It's me, Carolyn. I talk to ghosts and shit. Hey, you want to come with me to meet my friend? You know what? It's a it not, it's an obligation, but I'll do it. And you don't like the house. You don't like but the house. yeah, but it's also like there's some hesitation about this this house. Okay, well, uh, you can stay in the car, and I'll go meet my friend. Hey, the bank's coming at us, and all our friends are coming Dude, at us. I know. Gotta I just do payroll. I haven't been able to come to work. I will take whatever. Care of we'll it. talk fine. later, and then um, and then I'm like, hey, let's go, and then you throw the axe, and then you throw it into <laughs> the into the tree, and then cut to. What happens? Oh, uh, let's go back to the priest. And I'm the priest, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a demon in that house, and we got shit to do. And then the Catholic Church is like, no, there's no real demon. I don't believe you. You suck. And it's then really, like, come back. Scene. Bye. Yeah, it's really. You, we'll talk about it later. And so, I'm uh, just so cold, and I feel so sick, and everything's off, and I'm really probably angry. Find the portal. And I feel something evil, and this dog keeps like scratching oh, at this thing in the basement. And then you go, you go to a bar, and then you meet me and my wife, Chris. Uh, yeah and you verbally abuse me and i'm like hey shut up no one cares about your mystic views and cosmic views i'm just following my heart (laughs) and then we go back to the house and i'm like oh this is a nice house and it's great and then you find this fucking wall that's in the basement and then we uh james Rowland, you hit the wall and then break open and what do we see oh I've no i've never seen such malarkey it's a man who looks like me whoa, 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 it's whoa, the what? previous owner of the house who murdered all of his okay, family so then i'm at the Climax library the later film. right and then uh, and i look Margot through Robbie. the old records of the previous owner of the house and i realize oh, that guy looks just like my husband and i'm going batshit bananas yes so and then <laughs> You go back home, yeah. and then you save your kids. And I take an axe, and I come home, too, and I'm just, like, possessed or some yeah, shit. Yeah, saving the kids. And I start chopping down the doors and trying to get to my family to kill them. And the walls are bleeding. Bleeding. And so they're running, and they're running, and I don't know. I guess I snap out of it somehow. Yeah. And then we uh, we run to the car, and I'm like, uh, I hand you the keys, and I'm like, let's go. But then our little girl's like, Harry, Harry. Oof. So now... I gotta go running and get the damn dog, so Oof. I do. And then you... F- fall through the stairs i fall through the stairs and it's just like hell in the Oof. basement Oof. crazy shit woof, woof. and i save the dog and we get out and There's we go monster, to the car but and I we drive away him. and then we drive away to safety and then that's an abrupt ending to the film that's the movie's end wow what a recap we basically you don't even need to see the film because we did such a good job that recap sucked because we forgot the detective. <laughs> oh well, because the detective has he was he's no worth real plot. forgetting though. <laughs> the detective Hard take. Uh, who disappears from the movie. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So Sid, we always like to start with when our guests. Why'd you pick this film? I chose this. I chose did this because it was always something that was like referenced when I was growing up. My sisters watched it a lot. I remembered that like it was a thing with like the older kids. They had already seen it. Your older sisters watched this movie. They had seen it, and I remember okay. that like it was always a reference that kept happening. So it was Amity always Girl. on my watch list. And then when you guys asked me to do this, I think I just looked up like horror movies, and right. this one came up, and I was okay. like, "Oh yeah, I need to watch that one." Yeah. So and also I love seventies movies. Yeah, I'm all about seventies like lenses and the look of seventies, and also right. the 
the every like the culture of 70s hell yeah right because you are so. a camera person yeah. We didn't really. We kind of like jokingly introduced oh, you, yeah, but we you didn't are touch on that. You are like a. No, please give my full background. What your official every she, single credit that cinematographer. Pretty much anything that we've like had an idea to film, Sydney has filmed it for us. Right. She's really Sydney good at is. it. God She's damn it! Incredible. They're lying. She a camera person. A couple episodes ago, we talked about how we had just shot a short film for like a weekend getaway in a cabin. Sydney filmed all of that. She's incredible. Yes. Watch the cabin. Well, yeah. when it comes out um, on Blu-ray, but Blu-ray, yeah. <laughs> so, so you chose this because you like the aesthetic of the '70s, and you were familiar with. I, yeah, I just remember that it's always been a reference. Like, I right. know that it's a classic horror movie. And this is your watch. first time watching it, right? Yes. Yeah, but the three of us have watched it before. We watched it together. We watched at a it theater at the theater. Yeah, at Gateway. And I loved it. Um. So, what are your thoughts? Sydney, uh, as your first time watching it, do you have like any just general thoughts? Yeah, I have a lot we... of general thoughts. Too many zooms. Why is it just zooming those... this whole time? Too, Too many... many zooms. With that, I I've already told told you this during that. I want you to rewatch it. Follows. Rewatch okay, it follows. But, it follows well, earns its zooms. It follows. You yeah. have to earn your zooms, and <laughs> sure. this one did not. Sydney uh, lost in 2019. <laughs> sorry, I'm aggressive. You also like. There were all the shadows that you were complaining about. What light source is casting that shadow? A lot of That's harsh valid. lighting. You have to diffuse your light. It, <laughs> I could tell a lot that there was overhead studio lighting. Or just maybe not studio, but overhead But just like lighting. big lights. Right. A lot of, yeah, just the shadows weren't soft enough. And a lot of shots of that house, the front of that house. We've seen well, already we can... 10 shots of this house. The same shot as the front of the house. See, same I angle. support those shots. I love we'll, we'll, get that, in, yeah. we'll get into that in a little bit. It's but. iconic. I, with all that said, I feel like if you're going to ex- uh, embrace that style and say, hey, we're doing harsh shadows, we're doing zooms, then like I fully support that in a movie. But it felt like the style of this was trying to just tell a vague story. Sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I want to set any burp count. I think that's like five. I love that that's my thing. But it, it felt like it didn't feel like it earned the style of being dramatic lights in a horror okay. movie. It felt like, I mean, if you're just telling the story of like the house is the thing. It's just that the lights kind of took me out. The lighting, it brought me out of the story. Yeah. So. Okay. So the first time I watched this, I... I enjoyed it because i i think it's mostly just because like i like the look of film just shooting on film and like the the aesthetic of the 70s i like i agree with you i i really like the aesthetic of the 70s so um i enjoyed this film the first time i was watching it um but like leading up to this like when you suggested this i was thinking about um what can we talk about in the movie and i was thinking about the plot and i'm like you know it kind of feels unfinished. Does that make sense? Because like there oh, are totally. there are parts that just like don't go anywhere. Because okay, so there's the part with the wedding. The um the demon steals the money. Sixteen hundred bucks. He had some bucks. debts to pay. Demon has. Why does the demon <laughs> need money? He's just fucking with them, you know. Give us some money. Um, <laughs> he's just then, like, hmm. How can I mess with them today? I'm gonna just take the money. <laughs> the other thing is that there's a detective which we did not include in our recap, but there is a detective. It's pointless. That starts up. 
um, in the middle of the movie, the detective starts following the family and then, uh, like, discovers that there's, like, the detective meets the priest or whatever and then disappears from the movie. Like, there's no conclusion to the detective storyline, you know? Um, so, like, it feels like either a bunch of stuff was cut or it was just, like, a bad script. Was that the dude with the mustache and the glasses yes. that has cigar? Yeah. Yeah, he just kept coming in and, like, watching their lives. He was there. He well, no yeah. Point. After, after, there was one point where they called the police and then they, I don't remember. They called the police and, um, the, this detective starts just to follow them and monitor their lives and then he follows margot kidder to when she goes to try to find the uh priest and he like finds the priest uh but he uh it doesn't go anywhere he like he like finds a priest and then that storyline ends yeah so that just felt weird so like i i i enjoyed it at first but i like thinking back on it like i'm not a huge fan of this what about you (sighs) i love this movie even more than the first time i watched it really yeah like i understand the like um issues with like the detective storyline not paying off and like i get your like under your uh feeling that it's not complete but like i just genuinely love this movie like i would happily sit down and watch it anytime i just think that so like one of my biggest criticisms of the shining is like it's a beautiful it's a fantastic film but like it just goes on for a while and bores me Mm -hmm. and there's just certain like i think my biggest problem is like the conversations between people where it's just like five to ten minutes of just back and forth back and forth people talking to each other just stick to people like um intercut and like this movie feels just as long. I mean, it is a shorter movie, but this movie feels just as long. But, like, I'm not as bored watching it. And I can't explain why. I just, like... I'm, And I get that there are parts of it that are cheesy or not, like, complete. But I, I am so entertained is every time. Is it because time. you're so horny for the lead It's characters? on the butt shots. It's, Look at that couple. Wow. Okay. One, I'm horny for the lead characters. Yes. But two, I just, like... I don't know, because, like, they're both, like, haunted location movies, you know? But, like, something about this movie, it just appeals more to me. I don't know if it's just, like, the style or if it's... I think I do like a little cheesier film, and this one definitely is a little cheesier, but, like, I I just really like this movie. I just... I I love it. What about you, Molly? How do you feel? Um, I like it a little more... Than when I saw it the first time. Okay. Because I could, like, pay attention to stuff that was happening. Like, when he pointed out that jacket. Yeah. Like, moved in the yeah. shot. So, um... We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I don't know. It's also... Just to kind of piggyback off The Shining, because I, I just saw it for the first time recently, and it's a long movie. I would say between long movies that I've sat through, um, I would rank... Amityville is easier to watch than The Exorcist, but I didn't enjoy watching it as much as I saw The Shining. If yeah, that makes sense. you like The Shining more. Yeah, I thought the pacing was better. Um, okay. But for this, I think I do get a little bit wrapped up in um, the plot lines that don't go anywhere, which I didn't notice the first time until you pointed it out. So, like, noticing <laughs> it now, it's, like, really frustrating to, like, see that. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, it could be shorter. You didn't have to add all this stuff in if it's not going to go anywhere. Right. I don't know. It's irritating. But it's a good movie. I think the, the performances are really better, and I liked seeing that a lot yeah. more the second time. The acting's really good. The um, acting is pretty good in this. I like. I think my favorite part about watching this movie this time was watching Sydney talk about every shot. Oh, I've never seen this 
shot of this house before. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Just was criticize it from a cinematography. Why are you zooming? Yeah, I'm an asshole. Why do you, Why do they have that lens? Oh no, flare? it's great. I like it, but I why do it. I have that? <laughs> what else was there? How did they do that? <laughs> What's that lighting? That Is the great. camera visible in the mirror? I loved it. It was that so was fun. Um, but so let's talk about the movie. So um, the one thing that Molly just brought up was uh, during the scene where the money disappears. So I was paying attention to this because um, the first time I watched this movie, I was like, why the fuck does the demon need money? So I was like trying to pay attention to see... <laughs> Just in case, like, because I was like, maybe James Brolin's character steals the money and, like, he keeps it and it's just, like, oh. dropped off. And so I was, like, paying attention to the money. And it, I noticed, so, the 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 um, Margot Kidder's brother, his character, he puts the money in his jacket pocket and then, like, the jacket's just on the sofa. And then he stands up and, like, talks to Margot Kidder and then... James Rowan enters the whole time I was watching the jacket, and the jacket moves. Watch the coat, because that's where he put the money, right? Yeah, the jacket. <gasps> no continuity. Oh, did you see it wiggle? Yeah, yeah it wiggled, right? Yeah. And then moves. he moves over, watch. Oh, maybe that's why it's in. What? Watch the coat. Watch the coat. <gasps> what the fuck? Oh, did you know that was going to happen? Or did no, you just... I was watching the coat the whole time, because I was trying to keep track of the money. There is movement in like the jacket. Three as if, times. So Hell well, yeah. yeah. There's a shot where James Brolin enters. James Brolin enters and he like talks to them, and then you see the jacket like um like it, it feels like as if like there's a wind blowing. It like moves as if there's a wind blowing, and then um in the next shot, like right before um the brother picks up the jacket to put it on, there's another like blowing as if in the wind and he and then he picks it, it up moves and notices up and down like vertically um, moves up yeah and i'll say when james brolin like came in we were all like again with the zoom and then but <laughs> like then harish was like no but were you watching the jacket and it was like yeah. a distraction I away like, from the jacket and I then like we cut wider rewound it a few times <laughs> there, just I to mean, make sure uh, everyone yeah. saw it we we watched it like twice <gasps> it was because that one was unnecessary guys you There's missed too it many. Uh, he's no we have to go back all zooms are unnecessary but like it was to distract you from it so just so you like weren't only seeing that so it was like only the like keen eye would catch the jacket yeah the jacket does move so like it does show that something's happening to the jacket maybe the demon's stealing it but it's still like to me doesn't make sense why a demon would need 1600 bucks (laughs) um (laughs) i will say though that jacket just watching the jacket move honestly earned this movie a half a star more than i had (laughs) originally given it because i was like it's just so yeah, it's a very cool show. And it's one of those ones that needs multiple viewings for you to catch. If you catch that in your first viewing, like, good on you. Because we watched it on the big screen and none of us saw that originally. Mm. Right. Maybe that's why it's, it grows so much money because people want to go back and look at that shit. That's right, another thing yeah. is you pointed out to us that it was supposed to be a TV movie. And, like, um, I just respect it so much because it was supposed to be a shit movie and it it wasn't, you know. And the critics hated it. But it still yeah. was so big, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, I don't know. I just have a lot of respect. It's cool. And um, 
This is one of the horror movies my mom always talks about having seen, like when she was younger, that like still gives her kind of Stuck the spooks. With her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like the Amityville horror. Or she like every horror movie she compares to the Amityville horror. It's so funny. That's funny. Like maybe. Wow. Oh my god. Is this like the insidious? Well, okay. So I was going to say, do you qualify generation? this as a possession movie? Uh, no. Haunted well, house. Well, like, what is the monster, you know? Well, it's, the monster's yeah. the house because it's the portal to hell. Well, it's, yeah, it's the what portal it, like, out to sometimes? hell in the house. That, but, um, that's one of my biggest um, criticisms is so it reaches which, out. The real story is the guy who, like, actually did kill members of his family. Um, when asked about it, he said that, like, voices told him to do it and, like, claimed, like, that the house had, like, possessed him to do so and, like, the house was evil. I think, from what I remember. Basically, he, like, claimed he was hearing voices and that all this crazy shit had happened. And then did a lot of it get debunked? Yeah. Well, okay. So, what I've heard... So, this movie's based on a book, um, which is a nonfiction book. Um, about an actual house in Amityville. I think it's in Maine. Amityville. It's in. I sure hope Jersey, it is. I think it's in New Jersey. It's in New Jersey. Okay. Sad. Um, New Jersey then. So you uh, know so much about this movie. <laughs> it's based on a book about a house in Amityville. Um, that was supposedly possessed, and like apparently there was a family there that lived there that, um, felt possessed by the house. But from what I've read. That book was mostly fabricated. Like maybe, mm. maybe the family went through a it's little in Long bit. Island. That was creepy. Oh, it's in Long Island in New yeah. York. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Um. But oh, anyway, stuff was filmed in Jersey then. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. But uh, maybe the family went through something that was like scary or problematic or like not problematic. Uh, just like scary. Um, but like a lot of the events, like uh, in the original book, Hey, this is Harish. I just wanted to cut in here and say that some of the stuff that I talk about when I'm referencing the original book is actually, I'm actually confusing the Amityville story with other, uh, investigations by Ed and Lorraine Warren, um, uh, which I'll go into further in the morning after. But yeah, I just wanted to mention some of the stuff that I, say I, I is in the amityville book is actually not yeah anyway but <laughs> there are stories about like um the family like members of the family getting sexually assaulted by demons and stuff which were all like just completely fabricated like um they've admitted that um the authors of the book told them to lie about it and oh stuff my God. so um yeah, so like a lot of it was just faked. Yeah. Just for this book. Yeah. Um and then it was turned into a movie. Yeah. Uh I so feel like people just love true crime so much that they were like, "Oh, this is going to be popular because it's true." Yeah. Yeah, I guess this is kind of um one of the first based on a true stories like based on a true story movie because like you watch a movie like these days and it says based on a true story you know like it's very much exaggerated yeah, from the true story yeah. and like lied lies but um this was oh, uh, i don't know was this it probably was like one of the first actual like 
based on a true story yeah, in know. quotes horror films. Um, I, I pers I wouldn't classify this as true crime just because I I consider true crime to be more like actual like serial killers and less like paranormal stuff. Yeah. But it is like based on a true story type movie mm-hmm. making. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the dude like killed his whole family. Right. Yeah. That's that's a different aspect of it that i did not think about um when i was talking about that i I was talking specifically about this storyline with the family yeah yeah. Yeah. but like the the guy killing the family i don't know much about um but if that happened yeah i guess that is true crime (laughs) um one thing that you brought up sydney was there's there's a scene so one of the things that i really like about the uh the exorcist the movie is that it's very skeptical um for a lot of the exorcist they like because the catholic church like has the catholic church basically has to make sure for certain that it is a demon possessing before they actually like try to do an exorcism so for a lot of the exorcists they're like okay we have to try to make sure that this is a demon (laughs) before we actually try to do an exorcism um and that also like is shown what's in this the, movie what's the vice versa like what's the other it's just people being weird it could just be like we need I to don't make know. sure this dude isn't just being weird yeah before. yeah yeah <laughs> okay because like or someone's just know. like sick or sick or just <laughs> they just have a bad cold mentally ill it's yeah you mm-hmm. know uh, but in this one, yeah, the of, skepticism is still there. In this one, the skepticism is still there. There's the scene that you really like. You brought up. Um, while we were watching it, uh, where the <laughs> priest is like, "Yes, I definitely saw this. I this is real," and the priest like talks about how he's trained as a psychotherapist, but he's not. He's not just a priest. He's also a psychotherapist, and so he knows when something is real. But even then, the church is like, "Do you want to go into?" Yeah, it's just that, like yeah. a weird theme of. It feels like kind of something they forced in of like the church versus science. spirits versus science yeah um and the the priest was literally screaming a monologue at them right and, which is the best monologue i've ever seen in film he's like I'm you not were a, into it i'm not a pink face seminarian <laughs> yeah. it was uh, so good i am a psych he well but i thought like the um was interesting about it was that the guy who has a degree a, like a scientific degree is the one who thinks that there is paranormal activity yeah. in the house whereas the actual like the catholic church who believe in like yeah there were like non-scientific three stuff are like uh, it's probably not a paranormal you're being ridiculous you're off your rocker yeah you're yeah yeah. So it's interesting that they like drove that point so hard in the movie of like, right. well, it's almost like they just needed a reason to keep the priest away from the rest of the plot that they just drove him away using hard religion. Yeah. I'm not expecting any answers, but I'm, I'm thinking like, was there like some kind of cultural reasoning behind that? Because like the exorcist clearly showed this too. And I know that's six years different. So a lot could change in six years, but like, when why do we have this? 73 okay so why do we have two really big movies showing like um not denial but like 
questioning of exorcism, you know. Well, okay. Or not exorcism, that was but prob- just demonic activity. People probably activity. Like, liked that. Loved yeah. That. Maybe people yeah, were like, a little too into this, it. This movie was probably inspired um, a lot by The Exorcist. And it, that's why they included yeah. like those kinds of scenes. Okay, because it fe- it felt a little bit forced that yeah. we just have this weird religious subplot happening. Yeah, which for me like is a problem with the movie is that like we just have like just random. There's the family storyline. There's the priest storyline. There's the detective that's like half the movie, which family- disappears. The family storyline, fine. The plot storyline, fine. The detective one, meaningless to me. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think the the religious and the priest one is. I think that's fine because in a situation like this, like I, I wouldn't, I would expect like priest or religion to be called. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like the storyline of the priest like fighting to get people to recognize it because he's like clearly being haunted by it. I think it's fine right. because that scene in the beginning where like the flies and stuff is so like spooky it's very creepy and like so clearly like i i'm fine following up on like him dealing with it because it clearly has affected him just as much as Mm -hmm. it's affected the family i think i was expecting more of the climax to bring everyone in together Uh, yeah like the detective the priest the family but yeah it just nothing happened right and even the i I, the priest's storyline doesn't really go anywhere as well because like he he does that whole thing. He like argues with the Catholic Church and is like, "Hey, I think it's this is real." And they're like, "No." And then they tell like the other guy to get a shave. Um, but then there's another scene with him in the church, like just oh. doing a prayer. And then we see like there's a statue of Mary that like yeah, starts to crumble. Apart. Yeah. And then he turns blind, and then that's it like he turns blind and then he's blind i yeah. just kind of see that as it's not a perfect end but i see that as kind of a cap to his story of just like that was like the i guess it quote unquote evils like ultimate like you're done you know what i mean like yeah and no, if you think about off. it like it's the 70s there's probably a large christian audience yeah seeing this and the most like against their what they know and what they believe in is Satanism and whatever. Like against Christianity, it's probably right. a good move as a horror movie in general to attack their religion. Right. Isn't yeah. That like a thing in another movie, like a priest goes blind or loses like their eyesight. For is a second. it? I th- oh, sorry, I cannot focus. I'm like worried. There's a tick on me. Oh, you're. Oh. Right. I was in the woods today. Um, I swear. Big. No, like, uh, it's stupid. Watch the cabin. I just, like, felt, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know, it's getaway. Yeah, I thought that was, like, a thing in one of the movies we watched recently. Like, a priest, like, couldn't see for, like, a second. Or was, like, temporarily blind. blind. Maybe it was the exorcist. Well, in the exorcist, there's there are scenes of weird stuff happening in the church. Like, the statues start, like, bleeding from their eyes. Um, and, like stick or like there's like graffiti on the statues or something like weird stuff happens to this like, like statues in the church in the exorcist okay. but uh, i don't think a priest I, goes blind i thought it was like i don't know maybe not I there don't... there is a movie that i can't remember where someone goes blind but i feel like we talked about it on the podcast yeah that feels familiar to me but i don't know i, don't I thought know. it was like a priest or some shit but yeah like 
I feel like this movie is very much inspired by The Exorcist, especially like they were six years apart. So like definitely they were, but again, like like I said earlier, this script just feels like either unfinished or just it needed to tie in at the end. Yeah, there's just there's just a lot that like just doesn't go anywhere. That yeah. I don't know. Like, did they finish the script or was it just like they just had to cut a lot out of the final cut? It felt like a lot of just watching the main characters react to things. Yeah. Which is a lot of horror movies, to be honest. But it didn't explain itself. But yeah, yeah. Wasn't the stairs under the stairs like a gateway to hell or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that explains the the like the priest Christianity side of it, Catholic side. There's the gateway to hell, but there's also like apparently it was built on a Native American burial ground, (laughs) and also there's a a tie. tie There's a random tie-in to the Salem witch trials because one of the because someone who lived in that house was. Uh, a witch from the Salem <laughs> that lived in Salem, apparently. So there's just a lot of stuff that was like thrown it's up into like, the air. The that writers just... were like, "What's Look, scary? Let's put it in." <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. give you this. It's like they took, yeah, like literally any kind of like stereotypical like Horror. this is why the house is haunted, and they were just like put it all in there. <laughs> it makes sense. Just let's combine it all. This place is just that fucked, <laughs> and it works. It works for me. It works for you. But because you're attracted to sleep. But look, that's only like 25% of it, okay? Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> I don't know. What What do you want to talk about? Well, okay. So I think, I think the reason I like this so much is because, sure, all the like extra little details are like not perfect, but like the core of the story is you're watching this like very happy very good newlywed couple who is very good looking yeah um you're watching them go from being like a very good family to like this like really well paced downward spiral of the husband and there's you're not like directly getting told this is why for most of the film you're just watching him and you're getting these clues obviously like from other things you know that the house isn't good but nobody's yeah well like (laughs) nobody's telling you like (laughs) hey the house is evil and making him do this you're like you know that the last father that lived there did what he did right and so you're you're watching this guy spiral and you're like shit this is happening to him and i just think that watching them go from being this like amazing couple that's like He's so good to her and then just seeing like these little snaps and just like slowly like it gets worse with him. But it's in like these little spouts. And then like we talked about a couple times, his appearance just gets like yeah. slowly shittier. And I, I think that I really like I think his downward spiral is so well paced right. in this. Yeah. And then like it's you good. see you still get these things where he snaps out of it and you tell you can tell he's genuinely a good person. It's this house that's fucking doing it to him. You know? Right. It's not him. It's like this house is causing him to be like this and i think i just like watching that spiral go i think it's i like good. the timing yeah. of the the mom having the dream about it yeah mm-hmm. because and even that's like it's a little premature we don't fully know if he's off his rocker yet but she clearly knows something's wrong yeah 
So I just, I think that, like, sure, there are all these, like, outside stories on it that, like, the movie probably could have lost 30 minutes if you cut some of it. But, like, right. the core Maybe of this... Maybe cut some of the through the fire shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, uh, the core of the story is good. <laughs> the core of the story, to me, like, watching the downward yes, spiral, is very well constructed. I agree yeah. with you. I think the main storyline with this family is uh, is good and is completed in a like satisfactory way you know what but the other side stories don't really go anywhere i think that's really interesting because that exact thought is how i feel about american horror story murder house okay in that the first season of american horror story everything gets wrapped up more or less very nicely for all the characters and everything has like a place to go sure and it's like a haunted house thing and that's one of my recommendations is the first season of american horror story but all the other seasons bring in all these like extra plot lines and all this and you're like oh where's it gonna go and then like they don't do anything with all these plot lines and characters and like it just feels like a rush job and there's missing threads and it's just like later seasons just don't slap as hard as the first one and so i do agree this movie has like some of those like weird missing yeah points but like the family stuff does get more or less wrapped up it's all the uh, their extra side character and shit. then well i don't want to did you have some more to say i don't know what i'm talking um, about and then i'll argue that i don't think that this is good filmmaking but they could have i think there's two things here that could have come in play well the most basic one is one maybe they were asked to add some more in and they just didn't care enough to like because, you know, you get edits from producers or whatever, and they're like, put more stuff in this, and, and then they just added in enough to satisfy. I think it's the opposite. But I have a feeling they're like, it got you got to cut down stuff. Yeah, because this could have been a longer movie, honestly, Because it they feels like, it like, if you were writing the script, I feel like they sh- would have completed it all the way yeah. and then had to cut stuff. That makes sense. And then my other thing is, so, like, we can say, we can blame, like, just overall production and, like, oversight. Another thing is, maybe they just genuinely were like, look, the core of the story is the family. Let's finish up the family. You know, like, sometimes you don't need to know, like, what was happening. But then another thing is, like, if that's their thought, then that's not the greatest thought. Because it's like, why? At least cut the detective, you know. So it's like, maybe they just thought that was a good move to, like, leave some loose ends to make you wonder, like, what happened, you know? Yeah. Um, And also it could open up their chances of getting, like, sequels or something like that. Oh, yeah. So, like, I could see that being an active decision, though I don't think it's a good one. Um, But, like... I, I just, once again, like, I think some bad decisions were made for the side, the B and C stories, but, like, the A story, I think, is, like, very, very, very good. Yes. Uh, I agree with you. I, I like the transformation of the husband. He starts out as very loving to the wife, um, and then he slowly becomes more and more possessed by whatever's in the house, mm-hmm. and that, like kind of transforms him into just a much shittier person and like there's a lot of like uh signs of it like people uh keep pointing out that he looks a lot like the guy who killed this family in the previous who every time we saw we could not see his face it we was couldn't completely see his blacked face. out yeah the previous the the person who lived there before them um like killed his entire family and then this guy starts to look like him, according to other characters. 
Did you want to say something? I think for me, that's why it felt so incomplete is that like the whole movie was building up to the dad was the bad guy. Yeah. And then, and then he, wasn't. he saved the day. He saved the dog and they got out and then they, right. they just rode off into the sunset. I don't. I I can't speak to don't like. Don't hate that. It, yeah. I was going to say, I can't speak to exact moods at the time, but I feel like dad being the hero and ultimately like love and family winning. I I feel like that might have been a common theme then. So that might have been like the he broke free from. Yeah, it. I yeah, feel like yeah, just yeah. the love I think, of the family. I think, yeah, the wife that like, was the twist got is him that he, to that he overcame it. Yeah, okay. the wife basically saved him by like be, I I don't know. Love saves the day. I guess is the theme of the movie. The more you because like he was like he got the the axe and was like about to kill because like he was looking for the daughter about to kill the daughter but then the wife like confronts him and there's that scene of between them where like she's like stop and then he like uh, that's where he switches from being like Lois Lane save the day to (laughs) yeah Something I really like about this movie is how iconic the house is. I was that was my yeah. next thing to bring up is the house itself. The house is I crazy. feel like that's we very vital it. because so it. many Sid, shots. Sid in first viewing so does not love it. it, but the rest of us are like, yes. After five minutes in, I was over the house. They're obsessed with showing that side of the house. So obviously, the biggest thing is the the shot of the house on the outside yeah. looking into like the Which, kind of face. So, oh, dude, I found out something tragic. Um, the new owners like replaced the eye windows with um rectangle windows i knew about that Uh, actually it's very upsetting but okay sid can you explain okay so before we do this like so several times and like several like many many times in this movie you get this outside shot that's like a slow push in to like one of the windows or something and sometimes sometimes it's like yes with that exact music (laughs) and sometimes it's just like the regular setting but then sometimes you get like it's completely like it's like a red wash over it or then there's one that's like a very like soft pinkish wash and yeah like, well it opens with um completely just, red yeah the, it's the shot of the front of the house or like the side of the house or whatever where there's the two windows that look like eyes and then there's the like brick kind of i it's not really a chimney it's corn it's just like a straight part it's a of chimney. the building. It's, it, is it it's a chimney? chimney. It's a chimney. I, I think. Guess. I think that the it kind of um, looks like a face. There's well, the two windows that look like an yeah. eye. There's the chimney that looks I think like the a nose. Fireplace it's and then there's from like is a little higher up in the house. Like I think yeah. it's like a second story. And then there's a balcony that looks yeah. kind of like a mouth. So it kind of looks like a face. And the movie opens with just the shot of that side of the house, and it's all like the background is red. Which that same shot is repeated later in the movie where it's Which like I it's love shown, that part. Yeah, it's like, but I uh, love like the, the like sunset. the softer cherry blossomy shot that happens like after that red. I can't remember exactly when it happens, but love that shot of the house. Right. I have a question for you: Is the reason you don't like the shots of the house is because it like is something that distracts you and takes you out of the movie? Like, because it's so frequent? Yes. Yeah, because it, it feels lazy that we're always going back to this house. The it almost feels shot. like it's a TV show. Well, or it's it, like, is a, it was going to be made for TV. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Continue. But, but it, yeah, it feels lazy. It feels like, okay, we've seen this before. It's tired. Let's let's. There's more that you could do with this to tell the story. And we've always seen this house. We've so, always seen this shot of this house. Can okay. I do my opposite argue? Sure. Argument. So for me, it's not necessarily hammering in like this house is evil, but I think it's like a um, 
one this next it's like a thing of this next thing you're about to see is direct influence i think because with at no point in this movie does any character say the house is doing this to you so i think it's just a um thing of you see the house then you see the bad thing and you're like house did it house did it house did it and then i also think that a little later in the film we see like the different filters on the house and it really sets you for the tone of it's getting more intense or maybe it's lightened up a little bit no it fucking didn't so i I think that the house the house shots are one a way of obviously they're you're gonna know even without the house that something's about it is causing this i think it's just a instead of having a character directly tell you it's just using that shot to tell you but also just kind of giving setting the tone of the action you're gonna see to me that's what that is okay it, it like and also it's just spooky that. that house is fucking spooky to look at the house is spooky but like to look at. so thinking dynamically it's like okay we're going up to this action that's happening but then we're going back down to the shot of this house we're going up to this thing that's happening then we're going back down the dynamics just feel like it's always falling back to that i think it's like well part of it is like the house is evil we're implying that the house is evil so Something evil happens, come back to the house. Oh, this is what caused it. Something bad happens, come back to the house. The house is what caused it, you know? Does yeah, that make sense? It does. And I, I agree with you. And it that feels, for me, it just feels like... Feels you lazy. I was less. It feels lazy, but also I want the dynamics to build. Okay. And that's just like always coming back to one thing and feels... Sure. Okay, know. yeah. I, I see flat. what you're saying, yeah. I want you to watch... Have you seen The Ring? No. I I've want seen you to scary watch movie The three, Ring. Which is the <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the Ring is a really good movie. The Ring is another one. They also... They keep coming back to the shot of a tree. Yeah. And it, I feel like you'd have kind a similar of. issue with but it. But the tree... I it feel makes like sense. The tree, it makes sense why you... I, I think that you should watch it to see that. Well, yeah. The tree is also a little but, different because the tree is kind of a clue of where you should... Yeah. Also, the tree definitely... It, there's like... Not a, not a nearly as much shots of the tree. There's like no, three yeah, shots. No, I, I see know, what but... you mean as to why she should look at the tree. Yeah. But then also the tree's represent representation is like very clearly stated to the audience of like why you keep getting that shot. That's fair. But but this one also is pretty much clearly stated to the audience. Like you keep getting this shot because like oh. everything you're seeing happening is clearly the house making it happen. You know this is evil. Yeah, and it's like it's hitting us over the head with it. Whereas we could have just gotten a few shots of the house and we would still have the same reaction. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. I think also that this movie has, I wouldn't call it chapters, but like phases. And I feel like each time you see that house kind of cuts a phase. Yeah, I I don't know. There's like a lot about this movie that's just like, just random stuff that like doesn't really connect. Because, uh, the dad's possessed but also the daughter has a an imaginary oh. friend named yeah. jody who, i think we got to see a little shot of jody too we did see a shot of jody um a couple times that was really cool which was a cool With shot where like joe yeah the chair um there's a chair in the in the daughter's bedroom that randomly starts rocking mm-hmm. when no one's sitting in the chair. That was super cool. There was like a really cool shot and then where it stopped right when the mom walked in. Yeah, 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 exactly. Where um the girl was singing Jesus loves me this I know and <laughs> she was singing that song and then the chair was rocking and then the mom walks in to like check in on the girl and like the chair stops immediately as soon as the mom walks in and then the girl's like 
oh, you scared Jody. She like ran out the window. <gasps> and then the mom, Margaret Kidder, goes and checks the window and she looks outside and there's these two eyes out the so window. So is Which Jody that lovely. fucking dog Demon pig eyes. thing at the end? There is, yeah. Like, there's, oh my God, I forgot about that. I think that is that Jody. So that That's that's jody because like at the end um the husband comes back to the house and then he like looks up and then there's the two eye windows um and in one of them there is the the pig thing there is a pig sort of creature that like takes up most of the window with like two glowing eyes so i think it is yeah the same we love 70s special effects creature yeah (laughs) but the thing that confuses me is like it feels like the daughter is friends with this Jody mm-hmm. character, um, but at the same time, it feels like the dad is trying to kill the daughter. You know, so is Jody? It's like who's the monster? Is Jody protecting the daughter? And why is Jody trying to get her to sing religious things? Yeah, Jody's. That's uh, another take yeah, on like the, the girl the father. Singing, Jesus loves me. If Jody's a demon, why would Jody want the girl to sing that Jesus well, loves her? Are we sure Jody is the red eyes thing? Because like at first when I, the first yeah, time, because she was like Jody, you scared Jody, and then yeah. she goes and checks well, out the window. Because like for the first time I watched it, I was like Jody's one of the kids that died. Oh, I'm not sure because like there. we kind of get these mixed messages that it's like the things, but like very commonly in horror movies, you see that a kid that previously died in the house ends up mm-hmm. being friends with the new kid. So like yeah. my immediate thing was that Jody's just one of these kids that died there. But okay. she also the thing is when at the beginning she's talking to Jody, she looks up at Jody. Yeah. When she's like when um Mario Kidder is like, does Jody like sugar cookies? And the little girl like looks up and she's like, no. It's like. If Jody was a kid, she wouldn't like be looking up, you know. So I think Jody looking is a up demon. as if she's a parent or like, or, like up into the ceiling. She's like not looking up in the ceiling, but she kind of like looks up. Yeah, as if it's like an adult, adult person. Adult. So adult I don't think Jody's a or kid. Maybe Jody's just floating. Yeah, maybe. But like <laughs> the first time I watched this, I thought Jody was the kid, and I I had like I don't remember seeing that demon thing in the window. But um, me either. I don't. Which is so weird. Which is weird because you would you it. should remember that. I remember the uh, cat demon. part was my sorry. The, the cat, cat part, was my favorite part. The cat just randomly jumps through I'm, the window. I'm pretty sure Jody's a demon, so I don't know why, but I will say that the I wouldn't be surprised if we find out that Jody was just like one of the kids. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Jody's kind of vague, but yeah, that's creepy, creepy and vague. Yeah. Before we, I feel like it's time to move on. Um, to- let's just have a really quick Samantha's horny corner. Let's talk about. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't like that. (laughs) I love that. Samantha's horny corner. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about these uh, these actors that we love. (laughs) This is your stage. You describe this as a bisexual person's dream or something? We've been dying to know. This is a bisexual's dream. I said the bisexual (laughs) dream or something. Yeah. Um, I'm so mad because if this is a thing, there were other movies we could have started this with. Um, yeah, I think both of the main characters are fucking smoking hot, okay? And uh, my initial viewing of this movie, I came out and I was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen because both the people are hot. And sure, that might have something to do with the reason that I love this movie, but um, it's not the... Like, I genuinely love this movie for its plot. I'm just saying that the mom and the dad being fucking hot as shit helps a lot 
And um, yeah, I, I think the sex scene is really cheesy, but also tasteful. I'm just going to put that out there. Sydney agrees with me. I was just saying, unless you've seen Little House on the Prairie, in which the dad in this looks like the dad in that. In Little House on I the have Prairie. I've never seen that, but then I, when you guys mentioned it, I looked up the dad, and he does look similar, and he also looks like he's hot as shit, the dad. I guess, okay. You don't think he's that? His eyebrows are, are his eyebrows and cheekbones <laughs> are popping. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about Little House on the Prairie or this movie? This movie. Well, I'm talking, both of them are hot, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. He's just very good. And I looked him up without his beard and he's not as good looking, but he's more, he's good looking nowadays too. He's like older, but he's like a very good looking old yeah. dude. Um, who's this? James Rowland. Oh. Um, but I think Mario Kenner is like, uh, one of the most beautiful people. I, she is so fucking Absolutely. Hot. Totally agree. I am a big fan of all the butt shots that happened in this movie. And when he's putting on those jeans, like when yeah. he wakes up in the middle of the night, oh, mm-hmm. oh, I also I think that feminist take I think that it's really cool that we see him in it just walking around in his underwear yeah sin is on he's just chilling but and it's like we <laughs> see a lot of women in their underwear yeah and I mean we, we see Mario Kidder in hers we too. don't get men as often and maybe because it's an indie film yeah they're given that that opportunity more can i say one of the funniest thing to me is shout out to gateway whenever amityville horror was showing at gateway you get on there so they always have like thumbnails when you're getting on their website and you're picking out a show time like each movie has like a thumbnail and it's never like the poster image it's Mm -hmm. like an image from the movie and the image from the movie that they picked for amityville was him standing at the base of the stairs in his underwear so every time i knew what they were doing (laughs) every time i'd get on the the uh website to check a movie screening one of the first things i'd see was james brolin in his underwear in his bc haynes jesus like what movies did that though what movies showed men in their underwear i mean and not and i mean also they're just like these like tight not the ones briefs. you rent yeah right like that's pretty that's pretty kick ass for it i time. love I, I love it it's perfect it's but yes this it was is, a good mix of nudity this is a horny movie god damn it <laughs> yeah no dong shot so it's gonna get minus five points for <laughs> we me we didn't even get ass and we oh, that's all we wanted was a little ass just a little bit just a, just, just a teeny may bit I please have no, a crumb of ass <laughs> but i'm still happy with it i think it's a great movie just tasteful enough all right, so should we roll into our regular? I do, I do want to make a uh, hot take Go of ahead. he chopped a lot of wood and it felt like a yeah. little bit of of like sexual tension or like suppression. See, I saw I just saw it as like anger. He was he was chopping. A lot he of was wood. impotent he was dealing at with that wood. one point in the movie. Maybe there was a lot say. of stacks of wood around yeah. him. He wasn't doing. He wasn't. Yeah. What's our normal segment? Do you watch? Oh, what, what would, would you, you do? do? Cue that theme. Oh shit! Uh, sorry. Cue that theme. I thought it, it was, was so funny, funny when you did, did the voice change. change and I, was and I was talking about a leave yeah, in yeah, the last, last one. one. In the last one. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if it were you in this movie? <laughs> All right. So first, we always say like, if you had to pick a character to identify with, who would you be? Does anyone know who they'd be in this? Yes, 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 yes. I would be James Brolin. Because I have just been beat down and knocked out so many times this week. And I look haggard. And I just, every time something goes wrong, I feel myself looking more and more like Charles Manson. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's 
rough. And you know, like when something's wrong, it's just like more things keep going wrong. And then you just look awful and yeah. you realize how awful you look. <laughs> I feel like that would be me. If like I was in a haunted house, I would be the one singled out by the ghosts because I am very weak. Okay. Emotionally. Okay. How are you? Yeah, sorry, before we continue, you saying singled out because I was very weak. Another thing is women and children are typically the one that are singled out. And in this one, it's the man. Oh, shit. Um, there's not really a lot to like. I mean, there's plenty to this say, but like is just to point it out, the like, man's the one. The that, yeah, that's subject. Yeah. So yeah. that's an interesting yeah. thing you point out that you brought out that I didn't think about before. But yeah. Cool. Um, Sid, who would you be? Do you know? Do you want to skip? I, I, yeah, skip me. I definitely consider myself to be the Margot Kidder. I would be if spooky stuff started i wouldn't be nearly as religious about it but i would definitely be like if stuff started happening in my house i'd be like stuff is happening in this house i don't believe in ghosts or anything like that but like i feel like if enough things happened i would be like okay maybe i do believe in ghosts it surprises me every time i used to it was like within the past like couple years that i've really like done a lot of deep reflection because i've seen things that i'm like mm, that probably was ghosts but i've done like a lot of deep reflection and i just like genuinely like I, I just can't. That's I, fair, yeah. It's kind of the same thing with religion to me. I just, yeah. like, I can't believe in it. Uh, I but really, I would, I, if enough happened, I would be like, okay, this is this is happening. I relate to James Brolin. <laughs> um, mostly because I would definitely be annoyed a lot of the time, <laughs> I feel like. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, That's a lot a of reason. the movie, he was like, oh, fuck, I hate this. Because <laughs> he was just very much annoyed by just the rest of his family in the way that, like, just, I don't know. He was annoyed for no reason, which I feel like I relate to. <laughs> Yeah. Because I do get annoyed at just so you admit it. dumb things for no <laughs> he reason. He admit it! <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like I, I do get annoyed at just random things for no reason. So if I like just moved into a house where a demon was like trying to possess me and like trying to get me to kill my family, I feel like I would definitely be the one who'd be like oh this these people uh, suck you i don't know? have time for this right yeah yeah so that's why i mostly relate to james brolin's character his name and, is george and you love chopping wood george lutz i do actually <laughs> we had fun when we were we, at the yeah we went back in that to those this axes. cabin and i was just throwing around this axe um while He's literally we were filming. just launching it at <laughs> i wasn't launching it i was no. like stabbing it into random tree stumps and it was a lot of fun so i mm, i think i would enjoy thing. chopping a lot of wood and <laughs> i do get cold in this house although i prefer the cold to the heat so that's one place where we disagree mm. <laughs> i would rather be cold than hot i hate heat and i also I hate being hot because I get, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hate the fact that I am hot. <laughs> Poor you. You're, you're too attractive. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Can't handle it. But yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> would you survive? 
No, oh, wait, Sid hasn't answered. Okay. Nobody should be surprised, but I related to Carolyn the most. <laughs> Carolyn, yeah. <laughs> That's a good Because bit. that bitch was like, oh, this is wrong, and I know it from square one, which I knew that from square one, that this <laughs> shit was wrong. And there you was just nothing. felt it, yeah. Yeah, and then she was like, I'm not going to, like, I'm very much where if something f- is scary, I'm not going to embrace it. I'm not going to go towards it. I'm right. going to run away. And she was like, yep, I'm going to, I'm not about it. So she was always skeptical of it. Not, uh, I wouldn't be the person who runs into the the thing at the end and and like notices the under the basement under the stairs and notices behind the wall. I wouldn't have that courage. Right. Mm-hmm. But being skeptical of it the entire time and also having weird witch energy, I am all about that. <laughs> so that cool. that me. So would you survive? Yeah, because like yeah. I think. Even like though the pre the pastor went blind, like everyone survived in this. Well, all the yeah. characters in this movie that weren't the ones that were shot in the beginning, like that's everyone. That's survived. one of the trivia facts: is everyone from like the modern day survived. story like survived. survived? So like I I think I would, and also yeah. I, as Margaret Kidder's type, I would be like I gotta go, so I would survive. I guess I guess when you say like that, I guess I would survive too. Were you gonna I originally also- say no? Well, I also think I would survive anyway, just because, like, in this movie, he gets convinced by his wife to not kill the family. I feel like that would be me. I'd be like, I'm very annoyed, but also, like, I'm not going to kill anyone, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so I I think I would survive. I had a moment at work where I was like, you gotta just, you can't kill anybody. Right. At work, I was so annoyed. I was like, you can't do it. Can't kill anyone. (laughs) Not worth it. Right. Yeah, I'd make it. Love it if we made it. What about you, Sydney? I feel like on the one hand, I would be the Carolyn character where I would I would like not after the first act I wouldn't be back. Yeah. But I would also go back for the dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> so and, if, then that if, would... and I maybe wouldn't be as successful as Brolin okay. with getting that dog. But right. I would go back and for him. Just to save the dog. Good yeah, question. Just to save Harry. Would you go back for the dog? Um yes. Because I think about that if something like this was happening and Maisie was in the house, who's my sister's dog, by the way, um, I would definitely go back for her. Save me. For Tom, Tom I'd maybe be like, mm, <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. I would I would definitely go back for Tom. Yeah. I Unless, like, I do think that if there was, like, me dying, if I knew I would die, I probably wouldn't. But if I thought that I had, like, the sliver, like, the smallest sliver of a chance of both of us coming out, I would go for it. But if I was, like, 100% positive I'll die, I wouldn't do it. Like, if the house was on fire and I couldn't go through the flames, I don't think I'd do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that got really dark, but... Wow. This, for, in this situation, like I probably... questions. In this situation, I probably would, because my real. whole family's out, so, like, right. I would feel safe going back in and grabbing my But pets. you hate Tommy. I do. I'm just kidding. I love him. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'd probably go save the dog, um, even though I'm not, like, a huge dog fan. <laughs> She's uh, so sweet. She loves you. I, I, I would save the dog. Like, yeah. Hurry, save me. Sam would run into the house and be like, "Where's my asshole?" <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, have full love for him. I do. I, I do love that little boy. He's so cute. Um, it's also like any movie. If you're killing an animal, you automatically get audience hate. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
you can't you can't kill an animal in a movie. I don't know. I feel like there's some well. effective use of killing an animal. Like I think um, Godfather. One, well, no, I've never seen <laughs> the Godfather, but I know what you're talking about. Well, Pet Cemetery, obviously, because the animal's like the plot device. But I, I think the Babadook. That's a great use of killing an animal. Is that an dog. animal? They kill a dog. They kill, kill the dog. dog. And Babadook. I, yeah, oh, and it's yeah. fucked up, but it's no, a great. That use ruined of killing the movie it. for me. Really? Yep. No. I hate. Nope. That ruined it. I think it's like a great you don't use like of killing movie, an animal. Or do you? I didn't watch the last ten minutes you didn't of it. Finish it? But, oh, you need but, to finish it. But when it. the dog shit happened, I was out. No, you oh, need to finish you it. You gotta finish it. I do think I've been too afraid to finish. I think it. the dog shit happening is really, really dark. But I think it's like dark in a good way. No, see, does I think, think no. For dog? me, it ruined it. Kind of. Well, I don't remember. She kind does kill of, the dog. But not really. If you look at the Babadook in a metaphor sense, yes. <laughs> no, physically, she kills. She the dog. kills the dog. She does. Yeah. Sorry, the mom guys. Kills the dog in the Babadook. Why? She's it's she, in the last ten the ten or fifteen movie. minutes. She basically is like Which, possessed. For by me, the draws the line. I don't remember. You know, it's like really upsetting to yeah, watch. Yeah. But I think it's an effective use I think of killing the dog. I think if you're killing a dog in a movie, you're gonna lose people. Oh, yeah. Obviously. I mean, yeah, but also like I don't know. <laughs> like, is it fucked up enough to like be an entertainment value thing? I think it's I think it's weird that people um are more worried about animals than people. No. I um, think it's weird that Killing a dog is more controversial than killing a child. Oh, that is, that I don't is know, weird. child. Well, from my no. stance, yeah, yeah, I get, I get it. Like, and obviously, if it was real life, it would be much more upsetting to hear about like a child dying than a dog. But I think like the draw to that is like you know that like people can make conscious decisions and like at least have like some awareness of what's going on. Like, especially in horror movies, like, people are aware that something's after them. But animals have no idea. Yeah. They don't know. And they get killed for no reason. And I get, like, in movies, like, people get killed for no reason, too. But the dogs are just, like, they have no idea what's going on. They don't understand. Well, I also think that, like, it's also kind of reflective of, like, I mean, clearly in real life, you're going to see somebody kill an animal before they kill a person. You know, in Halloween, he crushes that dog. Before we see him, yeah, that's that's well, not before we see of. him, but like, thank you. We see him kill some people, but like before a lot of the main murders happen, he kills the dog. So it's like this, mm. it's like the slow step into yeah. okay, you're about to see him murder somebody, you know. Sure. But I, I am genuinely glad the dog survived because I, I don't think it would have been a, I don't think it would have been effective to see the dog die in this. So, uh, uh what are our ratings for? Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, okay. We, I think I it's interesting ranking. Halloween too. The, sorry, I'm I'm back on this. In the reboot, there's a scene where he walks by like the baby, you know, and the baby's crying, and you're like, "Oh fuck, he's gonna kill the baby," he and then he doesn't. That's I'm just thinking about that now. Yeah. Oh. Um. Villain ranking for the three of us. The villain's clearly the house. I guess. I would say the house. The house. Yeah. And I am always prepared for the villain ranking, so I will start. I am never prepared the, for the villain ranking, so I will... I don't get why. This is my favorite part. I love the villain ranking. Some of us have not updated the list. My villain ranking... Some of us just don't have feelings. My <laughs> villain ranking is my favorite part, and I'm going to go ahead and say that the house from Amityville Horror is nestled in between Bagul from Sinister and the Anaconda from Anaconda, but they are far down my list. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 13th on my list. My top five are The Pontypool Virus, Samara from The Ring, It from It Follows, 
Jennifer Chuck from Jennifer's Body, and Edward Lionheart from Theater of Blood. I have no memory of why I gave him that high of a ranking, but I'm going to go ahead and just let him stay there. Awesome. Because I had some reason, obviously. But, like, usually I'm like, could I kick their ass? And I could beat the fuck out of Edward Lionheart, but we're just going to let him stay there. I'm going to just put mine, like, under one underneath the insidious demon. Because, like, this one sucks. What? I mean, this one obviously is they all lived. Less is more shitty than the insidious demon is what I'm going to say. So I'm going to put mine. I don't have my ranking in front but of above me. But above the, um, it is right below the lipstick demon, but right above the leprechaun. Oh, uh, wait, for me? I yeah. forgot the leprechaun, leprechaun was so high low? for you. That low? I was like, oh, wow, that's high. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> well, I would move the leprechaun to above the lipstick demon, but whatever. Uh, I'll just keep it how it is. <laughs> Molly? I think we should do, on our last, I think for our one-year episode, we should go and like, rearrange. All we the probably way. should, because I look at my list and I'm like, this is a mess. Yeah. Um. <laughs> honestly, I'm probably going to put mine pretty low. But, like, the, here's the thing. I think the... Ha- oh, my God. I just... I feel like I'm just crawling in ticks. Um, I'm not kidding. I'm fucking freaked. Um, I feel like the house is super fucking cool. It's really, like, iconic. But I don't know. Like, I don't really care yeah. to know more about it. It's not that interesting. I'm gonna put it... Oh, God. I think I might put it below Anaconda. But, yeah. But above Dr. Hill... So it's okay. like in the bottom five. Anaconda's in your bottom five. Mine's yeah. pretty mid. I didn't really. It's snake. Big snake. <laughs> Big snake. Big snake. Okay, so like the ratings to the movie. I'll start. Are you rating? Yeah. I'm going to give it eight out of ten. And I'm probably going to be the highest rating out of everyone. I just think that the core story is fun. Did we say like what we're oh. going to rate out of? What are we going to rate out of? Houses. Amity, how can, can we rate it out of... um? iconic amityville horror houses <laughs> or like <laughs> shots of the house <laughs> how many shots of the house would we give this movie i'm gonna give it eight out of ten i just think that the core um story is really good and i understand its flaws which is why it's not like a 10 out of 10 for me but i just i don't get bored through this movie i've watched it two times within two months and i've been completely content like I could watch it again next month and be completely happy. The leads are very attractive. and Do you? I do. And um, I don't. I just think, to me, this is like a really fun movie. I, I don't know. I it There's some kind of meaning to it to me, and I just can't place it because I love this movie. Um, I would rate it six house shots out of ten. Um, it's the first time... I watched it. I probably would have rated it higher, but having like seen it once before and like reevaluating it, I don't really like it as much as the first time I watched it. So I would lower it to about a six. Like my seven is my default if I enjoy watching the movie. Um, but like even like leading up to this, I was like, I'm not really like super into it. And watching the movie like was like interesting but it's still like i'm I'm gonna put it just under enjoyable what about you sydney i would probably give it seven Seven iconic house shots out of ten iconic house shots because i love a happy ending yeah 
Um, it was entertaining and knowing the context of how well it did just in entertainment value. And at the time it was so popular. <coughs> I think that's really cool. But as like analyzing it critically, there were a lot of flaws in it with the subplots that were happening. It didn't really wrap up. And I was also just thinking like, why is it called the Amityville horror? Because it has nothing to do about the town yeah. Just at all why is that it's the just title set in the town yeah there's no reference to that there's no like right i think it's context the, of that it's based on our true story that happened there and yeah, yeah. it's just using that title for it so a lot of it just like narratively didn't tie in together or make as much sense and the shots bugged me a lot with all the zooms some of them were blurry a lot of them were like almost trying to establish meeting with having things in the foreground and shooting through things like shooting through windows, shooting through leaves. Yeah. But it was almost like it wasn't earned or like why, like this just feels like you're trying to make it, to give it depth, but it, it's why it's like, why are we seeing leaves in half of the screen right now? Right. It's not necessarily leading to anything. Yeah. But it was still entertaining and fun. So seven out of 10. Good stuff. I give it a six. Six. Um, Kind of for similar reasons as to why you maybe don't like it. Because, like, it is a little bit slow and stuff doesn't get wrapped up. And so that, like, really takes a lot away from me. Right. But the parts that I like, like, which center around, like, the family and the house, like, stuff that happens in the house specifically, I think is really, really good. Especially at the end. We didn't really talk about this. At the end when they're running, the stairs are, like, bleeding. And it yeah, that really was really spooky. cool. Yeah. The effects are pretty cool. And there's, like, a lot of moments where it is really scary. It's nice. The shit with the bugs, they use, like, actual flies for a lot of scenes. Right. Which is super cool. So, like, I respect a lot of, like, the filmmaking that goes into it. But, yeah, I don't know. It's not my favorite movie. I think, like, I've seen it twice. That's enough for me. I probably won't see it again unless I'm feeling like, oh, I want to watch Amity. Yeah. But, yeah. No, it's, like, it's, like, it's a good movie. Like, you should watch it if you like horror or the 70s. 70s. (laughs) I think I have a good description of this is it's one of those movies that if it was on TV and I was scrolling, I would stop and watch it. That's how I feel about this movie. I would happily stop and just watch this movie if I was scrolling through channels. I guess I would too. Good fashion. Good. Great fashion. Yeah. Good lenses. Good lens flares. Terrible home decor. Terrible. (laughs) They were unpacked. A lot of beige. No, I don't care about the lot of beige. I don't care about like the just state of the house. Just like the 70s, a lot of the homes were ugly put the cross over there and it'll catch the light were a lot of bedrooms three side three walled mirrors three mirrors in the room (laughs) oh my god so many mirrors they bought it like that though yeah they did buy the house like i want to know if most (laughs) master bedrooms were like that yeah bobby burke would never let that happen (sighs) okay um uh, any other final thoughts before we end the? We should roll into recommendations. Oh yeah, recommendations for this. Obviously, like The Exorcist. Yeah, I was gonna say obvi- a big one is The Exorcist. Another um, priest involved. Another but just a better haunting. Movie, I guess I would. I would say The Exorcist is a better movie. Oh. Um, another big one I would say is The Shining. And the more we talked about it, the more I was like, shit, these parallels. Haunted House, Dad Goes Insane, long movie, like, mm-hmm. very similar films. Yeah. 
I mean, different like settings and stuff, but like there's a lot of similarities to them. Um, so I'd recommend The Shining. Uh, I guess I'd recommend like, like The Conjuring and the Insidious. The James Wan, yeah, yeah, universe. Um, those are like The Conjuring feels similar to this. Because doesn't The Conjuring also, like, involve moving into a house where mm-hmm. people were shot? Yeah. Well, yeah. not shot. There was just some murders happened there. People were shot, though. Because isn't it, like, sh- there's there's a scene where Vera Farmiga goes around shooting. Like, she's, like, in the... She's, like, having a vision. And Maybe. she's in the vision shooting people. Maybe you're right. I was just thinking about the witch. Because there's a witch involved. In The Conjuring? Yeah, like that's the whole thing is that a witch was there. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but I I wouldn't be surprised if the, like a shooting had something to do with it. Okay. Well, yeah. Anyway, I would recommend, like, I guess, The Conjuring and Insidious. I also say Sinister, moving into a house and there's some haunting stuff happening. I was going to say, is that the one where they watch old films yeah. and yeah. they see shit happen? I was going to say that one. Sinister's pretty good. I actually like Sinister a lot more than this. I love Sinister. Love Sinister, yeah. Um, first season of American Horror Story. Yeah. Like I said earlier, similar vibes. Stuff where the kids talk to dead people. So I feel like, like they didn't explore that the enough. The Sixth, sixth sense. sense. They just touched on that. That's another, like, the, the plot was all over the place. Jody, yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess the Poltergeist. There's Poltergeist. Like, yeah. That's a good kind one. Kind of, yeah. Kid um, interacting Black a little Christmas more. If you need more Margot Kidder, in your you, head, always, you need, always do. Always need yes. more Margot Please Kidder. <laughs> just watch Black Christmas anyway. It's such a good movie. It's not a haunted house good. movie, but it has to do with being it's in a so house. Good. Are you gonna pick that for your birthday movie? <laughs> you should. You know, I might. Yeah, actually, that, that's a good idea. <laughs> little House in the Prairie. <laughs> yeah, because the dad looks like him. Um, <laughs> Anything else? What other haunted house movies are there? I want to read the book now. Oh yeah, this is a because it is a probably book. Last so House on the Left. I'd Ooh. recommend the book. No, Last um, House on the Left is different. I've never seen it. It's not a. Yeah, it's it's it, the original one. We saw it assumed. and we walked out no. baffled. Uh, dude said it's totally confused movie. Wait, Last House on the Left is the one we saw with, with West, the cops. It's directed by Wes Craven. The weird. The and, and I thought cops. it was um. You were like after we walked down. You were like, I thought it was "Should House we of the check devil. on?" Yeah, yeah. like and up until not, yeah. I realized it wasn't. Yeah, Last House on the Left. I um, is di- completely different from this. Uh, I didn't like Last House. A on haunted the house left. thing that's like fucked. Uh, Haunting of Hill House, the show. Um, yeah, that's good. It's not perfectly applicable to this, but it's yeah. a really good show about a haunted oh house that has to do with familial things. Yeah, yeah. young the family. Dad yeah, is weird. The in a haunted house. The mom's weird. Yeah. Um, also, the yeah, book. Totally. The book has like vast differences. Uh, I read it this year, and it's to me in modern days the book is kind of boring. But like back when it was released, I could see how it was like a very scary thing to Which read. Which book? The Hill House book the or Hill, this the Haunting one? of Hill House? Okay. Um, but I like. I would still recommend the book. It's like very, I would say watch at this point in like in 2019, I would say watch the show, then read the book. Cause it's really fun. Okay. Um, I know it's like a hot take, but like, to me, it's like really fun to see like where Mike like spun out and found. Cause like the book Isn't is, it, it's completely different. It's right? very different, yeah. but like, Wait, it's Mike? also very basic. It's written by Shirley Jackson. Shirley Jackson. It's a good writer. Mike Flanagan. 
Look, we're on first name basis because I love him. <laughs> but Shirley Jackson, I the only thing I've read from Shirley Jackson who wrote Hunting of Hill House, um, I've read a short story called The Lottery, which is good. Okay, I'd like to read it. I think her writing was very yeah. good, but like like I said, it's not a spooky story. If you read the short story The Lottery, that's fucking good. It's it's weird, like. It's, oh, Shirley Jackson, I think, was like weird, a very weird person. But it, it's a good story. <laughs> but yeah. Check it out. Is the lottery based on real shit? No, no. Okay. It's The lottery is about, um, it's a short story about a town. And once a year they have a lottery. I think it's just one person. Someone gets picked in the town as the person <gasps> who gets the lottery. And then something happens to them, you know. I have a uh, it's, it's good. Uh, it's a good story to read. It's it's kind of horror, but it's kind of not horror. Uh, but yeah, I would suggest reading the short story, The Lottery. I have a movie. Um, Oculus by Mike Flanagan. Um, another one with the, the dad parental dad. Well, the mom's a little creepy, but the dad particularly is like uh kind of turns and it's not the house but it's something in the house that's causing yeah everything yeah, yeah. like everything the lottery oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i just um, read the little I, that's <laughs> right cool. but yeah. yeah oculus all the bad things that happen to the family are caused by it's a mirror what year is that it's 2010s it's, it's fairly like, recent yeah. it's a mike flanagan <laughs> movie oh. so of course it's great yeah. um but it's a mirror that's in the house that causes the family to do the things that mm-hmm. they do the and so uh, i think oculus is a perfect follow-up to the like a good modern movie that's yeah. similar to this i'm so happy sure. that i thought about that i'd like to recommend you- the crucifix um because there's some blair witch references in the- this Crucifix. There's some Salem witch references. Oh, do you mean the Crucible? Crucible. <laughs> yeah. I've never I seen or heard of this. Um, I've seen the Gallows, which is heavy Crucible references, but mm. never seen the Crucible. Yeah. All right. Any other recs? Are there any other like Native American burial references? I mean, there's, there's a lot. Be a like Pet Cemetery ton. has Native American burial grounds. Yeah. The Shining has a lot of like just in the background themes about Native, Native Americans. Americans. Yeah. And like their um, uh, historical poltergeist problems. isn't Native American, but it is a cemetery. It's thing. a cemetery that the land is built on. Um, so weird. I just feel like there were so many references yeah. this movie was trying yeah. to get at. That's definitely true. I feel like The Shining is different because it's not like it's not uh, Wait, outwardly definitely a Native American. No, it is. It There's is. There's a point where the hotel owner brags about it. And I remember looking at you being like, who would brag about that? They were like, yeah, yeah this was once Native but, American burial well, ground and we built here. And I was like, why would you brag on that? <laughs> that is something that happens in the movie. I've, oh, God. Um, I've like read, uh, I've seen, I think I read an article or something about like, that was an interpretation of The Shining and it was about like uh like white um colonialism versus native sense. americans okay. cuz like a lot of the things that like um there's a lot of native american imagery in the hotel that is like visible in the scenes that like causes him to go crazy you know um so yeah, the like, there's oh, there's an fucked. analysis of the shining that involves like native american oh, God. imagery and stuff 
but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, I think. Should we plug? Yeah. If anyone out there knows why um, there's a red flare in 70s lenses, (laughs) please tell Sydney. It's driving me crazy. I think it's just like, you know, film. Sid, do you have any projects or social media you want to plug? Um, all the projects we're doing tinas we're doing cabin stuff if that stuff when that stuff comes out we'll retweet it of okay. course on tipsy terrors twitter. Do you just want to plug your own like twitter and follow stuff? me um twitter at sid lawson instagram at sid lawson eight follow all that shit do you have a letterbox yeah i do i think it's sydney films cool it is here's it's, a slide. Uh, yeah, it's a verb. I'm very, very actionable about it. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference. And you can get me on Letterboxd and Instagram at SamanthaDon13. And I am at Not a Credit Card on everything, Molly. Oh, sorry. I always forget yours is so short. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really it's good. It's one thing and it's good. You remember it. Yep. <laughs> I'm at M-O-1-1-Y-H-A-I-N-E-S on Twitter and Letterboxd and at Molly Francis Haynes on Instagram. And you can follow and, our show. Yeah. At Tipsy Terror on Twitter, TipsyTerrorPod at gmail.com if you want to email us. And then uh, we have our Facebook, Tipsy Terror, um, just Facebook.com slash Tipsy Terror, I guess. And then Letterboxd, it's also Tipsy Terror. And... Uh, we have our websites, tipsyterror.com, tipsyterror.rip, tipsyterror.wtf, and tipsyterror.pub. Dot pub. <laughs> and uh, I think, oh, and subscribe to our Patreon if you want to see our bonus episodes. Our current um, June bonus episode is going to be up by the time this comes out. And it's uh, going to be, it's a uh, us talking about the movie Clue. And we talk we all about love. capitalism a lot. We a lot more than we thought we would because capitalism. capitalism is just a red herring. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. As the famous quote goes. So, yeah, subscribe well, to our Patreon. $5 you get to listen to bonus episodes and for $1 you get to vote on polls and decide what movies we do like our last episode it follows which was decided by the patrons. Anyway, uh next week we're doing it's Samantha's birthday. Yay! So, we're doing the best uh, week ever. Friday the 13th remake reboot <laughs> reboot and it's remake. gonna be the best day you get know. ready for your lives to be fucking changed who's in it Jared Padalecki what else is he in I don't know if you've ever heard of the show it's called Supernatural it's very small oh is that where the one where it starts out uh, their dad's on a hunting trip and he yeah. hasn't been home in a few days the family business oh, okay yeah Bruce <laughs> <laughs> is like I and that's know. it okay <laughs> Bye. 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 Oh, goodbye. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm a huge fan. We love this you, Sydney. Great. Bye. Love you guys. Now get out. Is your mom seeing anyone?